Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What are you drinking? We here at the SC Talk are on a very, very slow crawl to the finish line on a what's well, been a long season. It was 20 weeks last year. We're trying to get through 25 rounds. We've got limited trades. We've ruined them all. JT here and joined by Lakey. How are you, mate? Um, I'm okay, mate. Are you still crawling? I think I've come to a dead stop. <laughs> I've crawled backwards. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. I've fallen way down the ladder, hit my ugly mug on every single rung. And I think everyone's overtaken me. I'm down to like 4.5K or something in the space of three weeks. Yeah, a, I've had a, a fall from ground. absolute free fall. For anybody who follows me on Twitter, they would have seen that I took the punt last week on playing Tane Milne over Nico Hines, considering the timeshare that was happening at Melbourne. And it absolutely bit me in the ass to the tune of 60 points. So, yeah, I've... Um, I've just about packed it in. I've started looking today officially at uh, guys I might keep an eye on for 2022. Yeah, that's the old, um, you're almost getting the calculator out as the coaches do and the fans of their teams. Mine's officially out, uh, having lost to the Tigers last week. But, um, you know, when there's a bit of hope. But I like that. Um, Ever the astute statistician, super coach, uh, extraordinaire in yourself, already looking to next year. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the best thing we have to look forward to. I don't know how many head-to-head finals I'm in. I think two, maybe three. It's been a terrible run. Anyone that's got me, uh, you're absolutely welcome. How, what's what's your current state? What, what are you what are you playing for? Um, I just, as I always do, I just try and climb the ranks as high as possible. But the last couple of weeks, it's been an absolute shitfall. Um, as far as head-to-heads go, I think of my eight leagues, I'm in. One, two, three, four, five, six fi- um, final series, but um, that's not including my two main leagues. I got uh, booted in both of those. So yeah, are those are those finals where you're playing like the bottom eight? I'm in a fair few of those. Oh no, no, no! This is I, I came. I think I came seventeenth in our league. Um, in the other main league that I was sort of focusing on, I came sixteenth uh, or fifteenth, and every other league I finished. Pr- top four I think it's just the the way that head-to-head go you try and punch out as many top scores as you can and it just varies against uh, who you play on any given week so it's um it's all luck in the head-to-heads absolutely is well it's uh head-to-head for some and a bit others maybe targeting overall because it's a huge moving couple of weeks given all the carnage in and around us, I think it's a, it just goes to show <clears throat> anyone who has saved trades and done uh, the right thing in that regard and not blown them on shitty buy round players is absolutely uh, laughing at the minute because they can do whatever they want. <laughs> it's one of the uh, one of the great strategic moves, I think, having this such a long season, um, the COVID issues and the way the game's being played. I mean, injuries are just happening left, right and centre, as well as suspensions. Yep. Um, I don't know about you, but I've had three or four guys uh, currently in my side 
uh, rubbed out. Angus Crichton gone. C H N gone. Uh, who else? Madison. Ryan Madison. He's gone. Victor Radley. He's mm. out. Uh, Jerome Hughes gone. Sean Johnson. I've still got him. He's out for the year. Yeah. Uh, who else? Suali. He's down there. He's gone. Tommy Turbo. Big one. Uh, uh, big question. Mark, gone, but but yeah. And for me, Brennan Smith, who's getting a rest this week of all weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, I've managed to actually scrape together 17 players, but one of them's Kurt Capewell, who's named in the 17 jersey for the Panthers. So I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel, but I know there's plenty, plenty of people in worse uh, situations than myself. That's it. I've got Makahizi Makatoa oh. uh, in that fable jersey 17. He actually got, uh, we were talking about him last week, being that, um, thank God he's just there because I need a warm body. He got 41. He was almost top scorer for Paramount in 37 minutes. So I will well and truly need him this week, uh, given the auto uh, emergency I have with Jerome and, and SJ. But anyway, that's here on my team. We haven't even got a run sheet. It's at the point of the year where it's just uh, whatever 17 you can cobble together, uh, go for it. But we will chat a little bit about strategy for those who might have mm-hmm. trades. There's a few positions we've talked about. Uh, in that sea of carnage that might be ones to target for well, anyone looking to climb in, the rank. In saying that, um, let, can we focus on my team a little bit? I, I have one trade left. Um, I made the very astute call to reverse my trades late on Thursday afternoon. And instead of getting Ruben Garrick, I decided to run with the team I had. So that cost me 200 points, which was nice. But um, it. it means I have one trade up my sleeve and just a, a, a litany of just issues. I don't know where to start. So we can Okay, well we can I like that. that. Let's dissect your team. I love it. All right, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna break this up into segments. So we'll chat a couple of minutes on all the ins and outs. By now it's Wednesday, everyone should know about it. Uh, if you don't, just check your teams. You're probably gonna have 16, 15, 17, uh, 18 if you're lucky, but it's just absolutely everyone will be affected. We'll chat on a little bit of those guys. We'll talk about some of the positions that are of interest to us, and then we'll go dissect Lakey's team, how to ruin um, how to ruin your whatever run to head-to-head finals that you might have, whatever it may be. So let's break it up that way. It's not going to be the usual uh, team lists and, and trades and all that because who has those bad boys? But let's start with a little bit of news. I, don't, I mean, I think we just... You've gone the premium <laughs> intro for the last <laughs> last couple of weeks. You know, just throwing uh, things at walls and sneer, seeing what will stick. But there you go, just mixing up the soundboard a little bit there. But um, as we've said, a fair bit of news coming out. Uh, we covered all the scratchings and the suspensions, I think, in my little rundown. And we did talk briefly on one Tommy Turbo, but I think his name at the top of everyone's uh, list, tip of the tongue, all that kind of thing. Thankfully, being played in the early game, Friday uh, 6 p.m. So just two games into the week. We should know well and truly whether or not he's going ahead. But as of Wednesday, uh, what are we, 7.19 p.m., Lakey, is he in or out? Uh, I've heard he's in. So he's been named in the team team sheets. Um, he came out of that, that, that game with a, a sore cheek and it was uh, bone bruising. Then it was a fracture and he was missing the rest of the uh, regular season. And then it was just he got hit on a plate that's covering a previous fracture and it shifted that a bit and he should be all right. And he's asked Des if he can play. So I think that's the latest, but I mean, anything can happen, could have happened in the last five minutes since we jumped on. So I just don't know. It'll be squeaky bum time leading up to that uh, early six uh, Friday game. It certainly will be. I mean, if he's out, that's chaos. That's 16 for, for me. Coaches. Yeah, that's it. That's a free run at the VC. And I mean, I've got 17, so it's a free run at the VC anyway. You can chuck in anybody, but 
Um, yeah, he's uh, got a really good matchup too with the Raiders. They they're giving up heaps of points, and um, they played Melbourne last week. As I said, Hines was in a timeshare and he knocked out seventy two points from the fullback position. So Tom could be anything this week. I hope he gets up. Got a real thing for timeshares. I've heard that probably 17 times over the last two podcasts, mate. Are you planning a holiday purchase at all? Yeah, so we're uh, the, whole, the whole family, we're getting into getting, No, I can't afford a timeshare, mate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think I know a Nigerian prince <laughs> that can hook you up. Cool. Uh, but anyway, let's talk. Uh, okay, we don't know if he's in. We don't know if he's out. Uh, he's in. Well, he's currently in the team list, but then you're hearing journos come out and say, you know, he's named, but he's not going to get there. And other people, conspiracy theorists, whatever it might be, the test is just going to rest him anyway, as he's done before. But let's look at the scenario. So best thing he plays, are you captaining him? Uh, vice captain, I think, considering the early game and um, a free loop chance. So may as well. I thought the same thing initially. And I thought if he's going to get out there, I'll just uh, chuck the C on him. Don't worry about it. Um, the only issue is I've, I've got no real VC loop options because Jerome Hughes, who it would have been the free shot at the stumps, happens to play in the first game. Yeah. So I can't uh, stick the <laughs> stick the captaincy on him. It's kind of ruined. So well, I'm, I'm, well, I'd say, I don't what have did that you, free what shot. You got 17 flat? Uh, I have 16 that I can start and then I'll have my boy Makatoa who will come in as auto-emergency for Jerome Hughes. Oh, so 17. Right. So you're getting the AE anyway. I am. So it means that if I did stick the VC on turbo and then want to use it, I'm copying a nutmeg, a duck egg, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> definitely not a nutmeg. But, yeah, it's a, it's an awkward one. Yeah. Um, so I was more leaning towards if uh, if I wasn't to captain turbo, my next option was James Tedesco, and I'm kind of in the same boat with the VC stuff. Anyway, so it's either I captain them or I don't. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was, I was, there was really not a lot of other options in and around there. Cody Walker, um, I guess he's been in pretty rare form of late, but he's coming up against Penrith. So, I mean, that kind of put a bit of doubt there. None of the forwards that I've got I could trust. Papa Lee's fallen off a cliff, still playing a prop as well, so probably not going to get too many points. Um, centre wing, I've got Nico, Ramey, and Tupo, Nofaluma, who have been uh, patchy at lately. Best. And then Campbell Graham returning, thank God for that, and Bradman Best. Um, I'm just looking around. I don't see a lot of options screaming off the list. No. So, it, it's going to be captain one of the fullbacks, and I, I'm just trying to decide which one, really. Before we get into your dissecting the team, what do I do, mate? Please tell me. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I think if Turbo plays, you chuck the straight C on him. He's been just insane this year. Um, the only man in the history of the game with multiple 200-plus games and obviously the all-time record holder. He's got another two 190-plus games this year and uh, just knocked out a 178, 179, was it, um, mm. last weekend. But, um, yeah, it's uh, I, I think you just go straight with him. If he's out there, he's going to be, you know, hunting the Dally M and trying to get Manly to secure a top four spot and blah, blah, blah. So he'll be in everything if he's out there and 100%. He could knock up a 150 in, you know, 65, 70 minutes. That's a smart play. But what about if I'm trying to just, you know what, I'm slipping down the ladder. Zig when everyone else is zagging? Yes. Yeah. Precisely. James Tedesco? Yeah, it's not a bad play at all either. Um, the Dragons have given up a couple of big games lately. Just bear with me. I'll bring up my little uh, uh, spreadsheet. 
Wilfred would remember these off by heart, mate. Yeah. Uh, but this is what we need to work on in the off-season. So I've got a job and, and family and kids <laughs> that, you know, and I know he's got that too, but he's just a ridiculous Surely man. we your first and a... only love, Lakey. Oh, absolutely. And I didn't say they were the priority by any means. Um, damn kids, damn wife, damn job. Yeah, I know. All these things demanding attention when all I want to do is spit super coach numbers. So, yeah, the Dragons are giving up 73 points per game. They just gave up 96 to uh, Dylan Edwards last week. Um, before that, a 63, a 123, uh 69, Lel, and a 78. So they're doing, you know, giving up heaps of points to, to the position and um, a couple of probably lesser-named guys in that run too. So someone like Tedesco with the Roosters absolutely having the world to play for as they try and sneak up into the top four as well, then... Yeah, that's um, he could do it. And as I say, the daytime game, daytime game, nice and hopefully dry. Um, the Dragons have just been woeful too. Like just of late, just in their performance, in their effort, um, turning up in the fact that they tried to apparently, if you believe the reports, um, they were considering giving Jack DeBell and the captaincy the week after women's round just happened. So I mean, Love it. they're just they're in all sorts. Certainly are. I mean, but thank God they've got Josh McGuire there to steady the ship. But uh, anyway, that's the conundrum. I think um, absolutely hallelujah if Tommy Turbo plays. Didn't look like it that he would be. But, um, I mean, everyone's got him in their sights. I think the real consideration is uh, what do you do with captaincy? Because I know a lot of people are leaning towards him. As you said, it's a smarter play. But if you need to zag when people are zigging, Mm -hmm. then I really like James Tedesco. Uh, No real other major ins and outs, I mean, that we know of. Everyone knows uh, all the players that they've been affected by. Um, Looking around the traps, was there any uh, surprise moves or anything else that might have uh, shocked you? I mean, Papa Lee's still at prop. Uh, We Mm -hmm. saw what it did to him last week in that blowout against Manly. He was very uninvolved. He's fallen way off the wagon, and I'm pretty sure I didn't even want to go back and check. And I'm pretty sure it coincides with me bringing him in. (laughs) But anyway, it happened to Brian Toe. It happened to everyone else, so whatever. I'll own it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There wasn't a lot to get excited about. No, nothing crazy. The thing that caught my – one thing that caught my eye was David Fafita being named in the 12 jersey officially oh, God, on the field. Um, we don't know if he's going to be relegated to the bench come kickoff. But um, – so that's good news for him. He only scored, what, 31 last week in just a, an awful game for the Titans. But they play the Storm this week. So could be much of the same, unfortunately, for them and, and him. Um, so that, uh, that little bit of joy we have with him being named in the starting side could be quickly ruled out on Thursday night. Nico Hines as well, moving to halves. So, yeah. uh, everyone's pain. I had to play him last week, so that was pretty good, but, um, sure. didn't get much better from there. But yeah, uh, he's a good shout. You got Pappenhausen in the one and then Harry Grant at nine. So amazingly, they have all these outs and yet they yeah. fill them with absolute guns. So that is the Melbourne Storm, uh, recipe to success. There you go. Every other team should follow it. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a fun uh, round 23, I think. Just scrounge around whoever you can. But that's for us mortals who have wasted all their trades. It's in the next segment, chat around some of the people we would be targeting. Just finding any old soundbite there. Any <laughs> so is that a precursor to all the Cowboys you're going to be bringing in for the, the next couple of weeks? Oh, mate, I was thinking about it the other year. I it was in a similar spot. I, you know, season was over. I've been floating to the 
top 1k and I like two out of the last three I think uh, but in the one I wasn't uh, I got to a pod with Wenin and basically we just said uh, all right who should I bring in for a laugh and I landed on Jesse Bromwich there you go. <laughs> somehow I actually had a trade in the last round of the year there you go and you chose um, Jesse yeah decided good for you well, yeah, I was like 10,000th or something, so uh, who cares? But um, he ended up getting held up over the line twice, I think, oh. so, just to cap off the year. But um, no, it is that stage of the year where I might as well bring a cowboy if I could. But it, the people who have the trades, the luxury of trades, maybe you fell asleep at the wheel and you saved some like an idiot, and now you've got plenty to use in the run home. What a dream run it may be for you. But there are three positions, I think, that are going to be worth targeting. First one's going to be hooker. Mm-hmm. So we've seen all the the outs. You've got Victor Radley. He's been scratched. Uh, more highly owned Brandon Smith. He's gone for a week, just a resting yep. at this stage. But uh, outside of that, there's a lot of slim pickings, but obviously one superstar will chat about. Second row, that has quickly just evaporated. Ooh. We've talked about the names, Crichton gone, Maddo gone, Harawir and I are gone. Uh, really not a lot to love in Brandon Smith as well, if you've got him there. It's a tough spot to fill. And usually at this stage of the year, we're just filling it with guns and forget about it, but uh, not this year. And then halfback. Uh, a lot of outs, as we said, Sean Johnson, Jerome Hughes, my very own combination. A lot of people have uh, Matty Burton in there, might not be at the top of the crop. So, a few guys to talk about the start of hooker. Uh, Harry Grant. <laughs> That's it. That's the, the one and, Anyone else? The one and the only. Um, I mean, everyone's probably still hanging on. I know I am to Jaden Braley. He's not doing too mm. much at the moment, but you know that's kind of to be expected, I guess. Uh, the Knights are pretty woeful oh, as well. against his name. The green against his name is all that we need. Yeah, I'll say that's exactly right. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's too many others that you probably will be too concerned at at this stage. No one's really um, uh, shifting the, the dial, the excitement dial at all. Mm. Uh, no, not not particularly. But it, it is a spot when you're thinking about a guy like Jaden Braley who's going to be one of the, you know, unless you've got an absolute pod, uh, one guy that most people are running with this week um and he's potting out you know 40s and 50s uh where do you see harry grant scoring this week how high above that based on his current form and the fact he's got the starting jersey back at the starting jersey yeah i'd be looking sort of uh floor um he sort of looks at a 65 70 floor most weeks um young harry and as an 80 minute player uh, I would assume, uh, I don't think there's anybody on the bench that's going to steal a whole lot of minutes off him. Um, but, no. yeah, it's, I mean, uh, no. So, yeah, I, I, you know, he's probably sit between 70 and, you know, 110 is his range. Um, I'm going to try this Geordie accent on for size because we have a mate, uh, Sparky Mark, okay, cool. uh, who's from Newcastle in the UK and he loves the Titans, but every time he gets to them, whenever he is actually gambling and hasn't deposit limited himself, he goes, oh, Titans always give up the points and through the, through the hooker. So first try, first try, surely, surely, surely number nine. All right. Uh, <clears throat> apologies to any Englishman out there, but yeah, he Just reckons don't apologize the Titans to apologize to me to have to sit through that. <laughs> But no, the Titans love apparently giving up points to hookers, as he says. So Harry Grant, uh, not only a buyer for this week, but an absolute first try or any time try score a steal. So one to look out for for the punters out there. But I think he, given that matchup that he's got, and the fact you could probably move down, we reckon Brandon Smith's out for a week. Mm-hmm. So if you just shuffle him down, trade out one of your 700 non-playing second row forwards who are quite highly priced, and uh, you know, run with that 
Smith Grant combination to see the season out. That's right. Um, or, yeah, why not? It's a uh, just absolutely shitting points at the moment between both of them. Great matchup for Harry. I think that is a definite position to target this week for those with trades. Moving down to second row, uh, not so many guns. So I had a quick flick through some of the higher scoring players over the last couple of months that are actually playing, and it's really a bit of a well, it's it's a desert at the minute. Normally the guys we're seeing, they're all the ones that are getting scratched. So you're having a look at, say, the three-round averages. Number one on the list, Josh Curran. Josh Curran. The he second has gone Absolute gangbusters star. in the starting role since he's got back from his injury. It's a shame that he was hurt when he did because we're holding him to round 17 and probably still be in a lot of sides if he hadn't got hurt. Um, but, um, yeah, 139 last week, just killing it, absolutely destroying it at the moment. Good for him. 100 before that as well. He's scoring tries. He's offloading and setting them up. Like, I don't know where he's he's gotten this from, but he's only played, I think, 18, 19 games. So, he is uh, very, very much a fresh face. So, incredible run from him. Um, and potting out 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. What a, that's that's huge for, you know, a guy of his size and inexperience, um, particularly coming off those injuries. So, he has been uh, head and shoulders the Warriors' best player, I think, over the last couple of weeks. So, in a very rich vein of form. It's a time of year to chase points, whatever. It's the back end of the year. Warriors have still got it all to play for. What do you got to lose? Um, and I like it. Yeah, exactly right. And he's got the Broncos this week as well. Uh, they've been a little bit better the last couple. But again, they, they you know their season's out the door. Warriors have a lot more to play for. So, another big scoring week I see for Josh Curran. And I guess the 80 minutes is a product of the Warriors having so many outs. In that forward pack, like there's minutes. That's up it. Grabs I mean, and he's um, taken it. what's his name? Old Jazz Tavanga. He dropped a 92 as well, playing as the starting lock. Um, and when he basically couldn't get on the field for most of the season, but they've got that many outs, um, he they have to play these guys when playing big minutes, and they're doing the job. They certainly do. So he is uh, looking like a number one uh, traded in forward for mm-hmm. this week. But a guy who was – that was the case last week, not so much this week because he had a 49. Yeah. Cam Murray. That's because you're talking uh, about. That's fallen. what. <laughs> I think, well, we finally noticed him, uh, called him out as being a great buy and then goes and puts 49 in a side that put uh, – was it 50 or whatever the hell um, on the Titans last week. Still got 65 minutes. So, a lot of that time was just spent uh, watching Cody Walker and Luttrell do their thing. Well, but um, he still remains a we, very good buy. I was going to say, we spoke about it a bit last week and he was putting up those huge scores with tries every night. So, you know, that was bound to drop his score a little bit once he didn't get over the strike. But a 49 is just awful for what you're expecting from Cameron Murray. And the next guy on the list under him, Luciano Leilua too, he... Um, you know, he's he's got a three-round average of close to 80 points and he also dropped a 49 in, in a, a good win for the Tigers. So, it's just uh, – it's they're very much attacking-reliant guys. Murray less so. You, you would expect him to get base stats and, and put up a solid floor, but um. – A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, both of them can get over the stripe and put up a huge score as well. So it's a bit weird having them sitting at two and three in our three-round averages and just having such low scores. So who would you go? Uh, you know, you're tossing a coin, you're trying to fit a guy into your second row this week with the luxury of a trade. Are you backing the guy with the hot hand? Are you going Joshy Curran? Uh, I'd probably go Curran first um, out of the three. They um, play Broncos this week, then Canberra and the Titans to finish off. So it's a, a good run for attacking stats coming from those boys. Um, and then number two for me would be um, Leilua. Uh, the Tigers also have a good run, so he could jag a couple of uh, – he got the Sharks this weekend and finishes with the Bulldogs, uh, Pan- Panthers in between, so that'll be a tough one. But, yeah, he should should get a couple of points over those two games in 23 and 25. So I reckon now that we talked up those sort of guys, I can just scroll down the list, and the guy who's going to outpoint them by 30 points will probably be – there you go, Tarek Sims. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> It'll be Tarek Sims when he'll just drag a, a triple for some reason and fall over the <laughs> line and just, just do us in. Um, another name <laughs> I think you could look at, if anybody's looking for a downgrade option, um, Sean Bloor who's been awful all year but um, required to play now with Luke Garner, I think done for the season, correct me if wrong, did his ankle pretty badly. But his last three games have been 52, 53, and 52. So solid scores if you're having to play him and he's only at 240K. So if you do have – sorry, 270K. So if you do have a couple of trades up your sleeves for whatever reason, you've you've been like our mate went in and forgot to make trades throughout the season, (laughs) so you've got some there. Um, Yeah, he he could be a downgrade in in order for you to get up to a, a Harry Grant in a different position. Love it. And then the last on these positions is halfback. A couple of guys on this list may be a little more competitive than, say, the Harry Grant decision was. But DCE and Nathan Cleary, maybe starting with DCE, bit of of a hot run with Manly, obviously on the back of Tommy Turbo. Uh, Risk is, if you're bringing him in, that Turbo's out and Manly regress. What do you see happening with DCE? Uh, He's been so up and down, so hot and cold, and we spoke about it again. But, um, you know, he only had a 41 against Melbourne the week before and then a 96 last week against Parramatta. So that's sort of the Jekyll and Hyde that is Daly Cherry Evans at the moment. But, I mean, Canberra, Bulldogs, and then I'm sorry to say your boys in round 25. It's a, it's, oh, how dare you? It's, I say, that was their one tough game is what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> so it's a, it's a really good draw for him and he should continue to put up solid scores so it's a definite uh consideration at what 200k discount from nathan cleary yeah and that's the thing i think if price is a a factor and you know you got to save 200k you don't have enough to go up to cleary uh, who unfortunately didn't drop as much as many would have liked after last week i thought that was strange i I couldn't work it out personally an 82 from a break even of 220 and he and he lost thirty thousand. Dollars, so mm. I don't know. My, Looking at my calculator's DC's, broken. 
Uh, no. Uh, looking at DC, he hasn't played the Raiders so far this year, but he has played the Cows and the Dogs, so he plays in the next couple of weeks. Uh, against us, without Tommy Turbo, he got 148, and then against the Dogs, he got 119. So, has absolutely put a, a few cricket scores up on some teams this year. The two he's facing uh, are two of those. But Nathan Cleary, uh, if you had the cash, cash is not a factor. Are you going Cleary over DCE? Uh, I, yeah, probably. Um just for the name more so than anything else. But, I mean, look at DCE. The Cowboys give up 80-plus points to right halves this year um, straight off the bat, so that's huge. So he could win a couple of head-to-head finals over a guy like Nathan Cleary if you wanted to go that yeah. route. Yeah, well, he's got, what, Souths, Tigers, Para. Uh, Tigers and Para, well, I'm not sure. Uh, the West's probably out of those two are going to put up the bigger fight. Yeah, Parrot just Parrot has been woeful. In. So the the way that the draws lining up at the moment, if the Knights make actually hold on and make that eight, um, we're currently lining up against the Eels, and I'm half excited about it. <laughs> oh mate, uh, I miss the excitement of having a side in finals contention. That's been a long, long four years. Anyway, uh, Parramatta, yeah, they're well and truly off the wagon. But I think the point with Cleary this year has been matchup proof. So every time we've, he's come up against, a, say, Roosters or Melbourne, whatever it might be, um, in the past, it really hasn't affected him. So he hasn't actually played the Storm this year. There you go. But uh, in the past, it just shows how versatile he is. He can find force dropouts uh, like no one else. He can. He's always in the mix. He's kicking goals from everywhere. Uh, Penrith as well looked to have turned a bit of a corner after a lull. So had a good win last week. But uh, yeah, plenty of it on the back of Cleary as well. He looked like he missed no time at all. One of the things I was concerned about back in the days when I could float it um, using my last trade on Cleary before I blew it was uh, the fact he's had that shoulder concern and everyone was saying how much of an impact it would have on him and the way he plays and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, hasn't stopped his tackling, has it? No, I think he made 25 without a miss last week or something incredible like that. Is the shoulder yeah, charging a shoulder to a miss. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know how they missed that, but uh, he was not sighted. So there you go. Happy days for anyone that owns him. But yeah, that was the big concern. I think it didn't look like he, you know, taken any time off he looked raring to go so i don't know dc's got the recent form behind him but clearly as you said on brand name basis yeah and, and the fact i wouldn't want to be coming up against him. no exactly right and if you're if you're worried about that south game this weekend he played them in round 11 and dropped to 190 um and south were a uh, far worse side at the time i'll admit they're playing much much better footy now but um still that's what Cleary can do against any side in the comp. Certainly can. So, in your view, DCE loses out I, to Cleary? Yeah, cash, I think if cash is not an option, um, Cleary's the play. A lot of the top guys will have traded him out, you know, once he got hurt and was going to be missing a lot of time and probably don't have the trades or cash to get him back in. So, it could be a semi-pod move. Um, but, you know, if cash is... An, a consideration, which we know it is, everybody's strapped at the moment, then, um, yeah, DC is not a bad plan B. Can I throw up another name here, mate? If you Drew say did, Hun- <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Drew Hutchison. Yeah, what about him? I just, <laughs> I just wanted a confused reaction okay. because I'm looking at Nathan Cleary's uh, traded outs. So people that have traded out Nathan Cleary for. Uh, out, out yes. Oh my goodness! Yes, one whole person. So it's probably <laughs> it's you three years ago with. Uh, oh, who do I bring in with my last trade because my season's done, mate? You know what? 
I it's one of those years where we laugh about it, and then Hutchison will go out and put two hundred on the dragons, and Cleary will only put a measly hundred and eighty. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's absolutely laughing. But one of those things. Some guys trading him out, trading him out to Jerome Hughes. So that's an interesting play to make this week, round twenty three. Check the team lists, champion. All right, let's get into your side, Lakey. Oh, I don't. I don't yeah, that's exactly right. This sums it up. Absolutely. I haven't even checked where you are comparatively to me, but I'll just assume we're equal footing. Yeah, what I'm are we doing with your side? What's five k at the moment problem? after a, a bad week last week? But um, the conundrum I have is. Brennan Smith missing this week, so I'm relying on Jaden Braley as one of my 17. I've got uh, Gus Madison and CHN on the bench in my second row. Jerome Hughes on the bench and halfback. And um, I've got one trade to fix one of these options. So guys like uh, Madison and CHN and probably Hughes will not return. So I think those are the main areas that I need to focus on. Um, what am I doing with my last trade? I got 300K in hand to 288 to be exact. Um, mm. Do I flick a Madison or a CHN to Harry Grant and bring the cheese down and play him as my third or fourth second row forward or do I just wait a week and hope Cleary drops another, you know, 30, 40 K and I can grab him for Jerome Hughes. Uh, looking at those hooker options and the fact that there's such a gap between the best and the rest being Harry Grant. Uh, I just think that's the play to go. I know there's Nathan Cleary is who he is and, you know, he's million plus or was, um, but I don't know. I just see Harry Grant being a much less risky option we did talk about the shoulder and you know it didn't look like it showed much on on cleary last week but you just never know um and it's that kind of year where just the worst will happen but i don't know i kind of like the fact that that gives you a fourth option at second row they're dropping Mm -hmm. like flies so you move brandon smith down theoretically out for a week whatever and then you immediately strengthen your hooker spot and not only that but then you also have Jaden braley there yeah so you know the worst comes to worst you've got a backup solid backup at that so i don't know i really like that move um i think everyone's going with uh, a guy like cleary or focusing on that area but hooker is a spot where uh, most of us are going to be carrying a not a dud but a solid enough player if at all and i think that's you know the difference between 40 50 points on a good day between you know braley versus harry grant so i don't know i reckon you should do that uh that move there which means you should do the complete opposite and bring in jake randall <laughs> Jake Granville, yeah, okay. Is he still in the centres? He's killing it. He certainly is. The Hampton Granville convo has not been stopped. Yes, I'd say they're dominating. What um, I was sort of leaning towards Harry Grant simply because of ownership numbers. Nathan Cleary's still sitting at twenty six percent of ownership, so I know a lot of those will be ghost sides or or the like. Um, but it's still high ownership, so anybody who I'm trying to catch up is still going to be running the same guy, whereas Harry Grant is uh, closer to 12% ownership. So it's a lot bigger pod, um, not an outright pod, I'll, I'll admit, but a lot more pod-ish. And um, the problem with these two guys is they're such clear ahead of the next best in their position, where they say it's... Um, I don't know the clear he is. I mean, we've talked about DCE. Uh, I mean, compared to who you've got in there now, yes. Yes. Well, I've but, got Jerome yeah, Hughes oh, yeah. and Sam Walker. So, if I'm getting Harry Grant, I'm relying on Sam Walker. 
for the who I reckon you could rely on this week. Um, they've been patchy, but uh, you know against the dragon side daytime game and all that. Surely the Chooks rack up a score. Yeah, what so I think on a on a good de- good week for you this week. Um, holding on to Walker and bringing in Grant is going to be the, the you know a, a net positive for you compared to some of those options. I don't know. I, I just think you can have the backup for this week, and you got. Hopefully, Jerome Hughes back on deck from next week, but it was a pretty nasty one. Yeah. I mean, you've got good coverage there, so I don't know. I, I kind of like that. Um, Grant play too much, so uh, what are you leaning towards? Or, you know what, is there any other random options? Maybe if Turbo's out, you well, <laughs> move him on. Again, Turbo out was going to throw a, another spanner in the works, but I could have um, you know, got whoever basically through um, dual position players. Um Everyone, with the exception of halfback, as it turns out. But the the other consideration was uh, second row forward because the three guys I'm le- uh, relying on at the moment are Dave Fafita, Kurt Capewell, and Sean Bloor. Got to love a bit of Blory. Uh, he's one of those guys. Yeah. I've stuck with like Nofo all year. I've stuck with um, who else? Tupanua for ages. I mean, yeah, they look painful now, but geez, got to love the green dot next well, to Well, I say, I'm, I'm more than happy with Sean Blore's 50 points at the moment, 50 points per game. So, yeah, yeah. it's hard. It's it's a weird position we've, relo- like, we've gotten ourselves into just hard trading throughout the year, and now we're – Shit's hit the fan and we've got, you know, no umbrella. But um, we're we're treading water and I've got one move to make. Do I make it this week and, and get out there? So anybody listening, flick us a comment. Tell me what we should do. We might put up a poll or something on the site Twitter and um, tell me. I'll be the people's team this week. You can tell me what I do. Love it. I haven't seen anything out of Wenin, so I don't know how the people's team is treading. But uh, they've got trades. We don't, so they should be flying. Absolutely. All right, to close spot out, Lake, I'm going to fire off some questions to you. You will hear this noise. Uh, what am I going to give you? 15 seconds. Uh, okay, more uh, question number one. Who are you captaining this week? Uh, probably uh, Turbo, if... Uh, <laughs> if Don't care, yep. just probably. <laughs> number two, who are you never uh, bringing into your Supercoach side ever again after this year? After this year? Oh, Jesus. I want to say um, Nofo. He's been awful. <laughs> I would have gone Tohu Harris just because I seem to break the man. So apologies <laughs> to you, Tohu. Who's one SC Talk site contributor you want to beat the end of this year? I want to beat you all. There's not one. Really? Yeah. Don't have a least favorite? Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? I just <laughs> close my eyes. I'll spin the dartboard and throw a dart, whoever it lands on. Who's Mate, at the top? I think um, Carlos is at the top of the ladder at the moment, so I want to catch him and overtake him. Yeah, Stolzi's not going too bad. You see how he goes. Who would you rather be in the pub with, mate? Me when the Cowboys have just gotten flogged or when and when he has just lost 500 bucks in the pokies? <laughs> I've been with both of you on that occasion. <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, I'll take you. You seem to bounce back a bit quicker. More used to the losses. <laughs> Oh, I was going to give you that. You know what? I have really no ideas. Uh, where did Semi Sonic come from, mate? Please just, I, I, like, I've heard this 700 times. So I just don't really get it. Why, like, why do you still call yourself this? Uh, it was just, so I've been married close to 10 years now. Um, and one of the songs played at our wedding was Closing Time by Semi Sonic, um, the band. So the name just always stuck with me. Um, I love the song. 
um, it was a big part of my life, obviously. So when I was signing up to the site, for some reason, it was at the forefront of my mind. So just threw it out there. One real you change about Supercoach? I think we need a uh, utility um, position as opposed to having, what is it, the one um, fullback position. We can have a utility. So a guy like uh, Pappenhausen who plays off the 14 in the Melbourne Storm system, but he's actual fullback where trade. So we could have a third fullback running around. Do you mean like a wild card? A wild card, yes. Yeah, so, but yeah, it's a, basically a... So it's just going to be a third fullback for everyone. It would be, um, but yeah. <laughs> there you go. And finally, is my NFL draft side better than yours? Yeah, more, more than likely. I haven't seen who's in your side, but um, I never tend to do so well with the, the draft, redrafts for whatever reason. So I think you flogged me it. last year, didn't you? Oh, surely. I'm an absolute NFL aficionado, mate. Well, Anytime. Beginner's luck. Uh, you're in, after some advice. There you go. Uh, that brings us to the end of a very uh, unusual round 23 pod. It's uh, where our seasons are sort of hanging on by a thread. We've got no trades left alive. I've got none. You've got one. Don't know whether you're going to use it. Use my sage advice and bring Harry Grant in, but I look forward to uh, either being congratulated or told to never fucking help you again after this round. It'll bounce, round it'll bounce back do. and forth. I usually do both each week. So, yeah. <laughs> Certainly will. Well, it's all good stuff in Queensland here. Unfortunately, everyone down in Sydney and New South Wales and all that, they're struggling. But at the minute, um, you and I are in sunny Queensland. We've got a little bit to look forward to with the footy. Uh, personally, I'm just happy it won't be the Cowboys every weekend disappointing me and I can just focus on finals footy. It's a good time of year. It is. Cricket season come back and all that. We've got to make a uh, SC Talk pilgrimage to Suncorp before the year's out, before we're locked down again. Uh, so... Who knows? Season will be over soon. We can just go and enjoy it. So looking forward to that. Lakey, uh, second last time or third last time, potentially, that I'll hear from you on the pod this year. Thank you very much for your time again. Good luck for this week and uh, all the best for the run home. Cheers, mate. You too. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.